Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. <laughs> the road to Roland Garros continues on the red clay in Spain as we welcome you once again to TC Live from Madrid. Now just 24 days away from the year's second major in Paris. Here's what's coming up on the big show. Less than two weeks after number one and number two faced off in the Stuttgart final. They'll run it back in Madrid as Iga Sviatek and Arena Sabalenka power their way to the championship. Plus, there's another rematch on the men's side, but it comes in the same event. We'll tell you how the fans in Spain will witness the most unlikely of semifinals tomorrow. And we have scoured through the social media accounts of Andy and Andy. You don't want to miss a very profound post from one of them later in the show. Come on in. It is TC Live from our studios in Santa Monica, California. Steve Weitzman, Jim Courier, Andrea Petkovic, and over on the big screen, none other than Andy Roddick. May the fourth be with you all. <laughs> Iga Sviantek looking like a Jedi once again, Jim. Yeah, she's... Ruthless is the word you keep using, and that is such an apt description. She is just all business out there. She just sucks up all the oxygen on the tennis court, it seems like. And, uh, boy, I'm glad we got a competitive-looking final. I hope it will actually be competitive in reality because, man, she's just been punishing out there. Your thoughts, Andy? Yeah, the first word that comes to mind, she's suffocating. She does not take the the foot off the gas ever. It's just she pounds you. She's like an old Mike Tyson fight, right? He just walked up. He would just walk up to you and just start beating your brains. And that's kind of what Igas Fiatek feels like, especially on the clay court. She's looked great, but Sabalenka has the weapons to bother her. The more consistent serve, she's able to take the ball lined, hitting big with big margin also. I can't wait for this final. Quick thoughts on the final. I can't wait. This is what the WTA has been lacking, is the rivalries. We had great players, but we didn't have the rivalries that we need week in, week out to make the WTA interesting, and now we have it, so I can't wait. I think Andy is absolutely right. If somebody has the weapons to bother Iga, it is Sabalenka, but Iga has been looking fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's number one in the rankings. Sabalenka number one in the race. Cannot wait for that final. Let's get to the highlights. Big top ten matchup in the other women's semifinal. Ninth meeting between Sabalenka Maria Sakri, but they're first on play, Andrea. Sabalenka started quickly. She started so quickly. She came out firing, and Andy talked about the down-the-line shots. She played them so well in the beginning, went up three-love really quickly, but then Sakari bounced back, played some solid tennis, extracted some unforced errors from Sabalenka, but we know that record from Sakari in the semifinals does not look great, and that fierceness from Sabalenka eventually got her the first set and it was a good point look at this one nice forehand cross court she can play the cross courts too the second set a much more straightforward version of the first set even though it was close in the beginning but these types of shots i'm looking forward to seeing them tomorrow because these are 
the hard, flat shots that are played with a lot of depth are the shots that can bother Iga Swiatek. But here we have match point and a nice kick serve seals it. Finals tomorrow for the player with the most points this season. She certainly does. Won nine of the last 11 games in this match. Broke four times. Back in that Madrid final for the second time in three years. Sabalenka, as I mentioned, number one in the race for a reason. Now her fifth final of the season has already won two and spending some more time with Prakash. Big history between you two. You've played many times. What made this one different than the others? How did they compare? Um, I mean, it's always tough uh, battles against Maria and... The thing that I was focused, I wasn't like losing my mind after after she came back from love three. Yeah, I was just like keep uh, keep telling myself that that's okay, that she's gonna fight for every point. You just have to stay calm, uh, fight for every point, and try your best, uh, no matter what happens. Sabalenka also said after it was her best match of the season and was most happy with her mental game. Andy Roddick, what stood out to you? Yeah, it's night and day from last year uh, or the last five years with Sabalenka. Some matches uh, she would look around and you could kind of feel uh, the, the, the energy. Uh, there, there seemed to be as good as she is. We all were like, no, you're, you're so good. And she would still look a little bit insecure on the court. But fix a serve, went through that process. Not easy to break down something and kind of admit that you have uh, a serious issue. And then she's just going big, but she's creating bigger margins for herself this year. She, it's like someone told her she has enough power to not have to go for the lines, to hit to the bigger parts of the court. It might take one more shot, but it, the unforced air count isn't going to look like a heart rate monitor. So she she just looks great. She's She's been so good this year. She's been so good this year. that The one outlier match was the one in Indian Wells where the double faults came back in. That was a little bit concerning. And then they've just sort of vanished again. They've evaporated. My question really for Andrea is, can she play her style tennis and not go outlier risk, like have to just play so risky and actually win in this environment? It's a little higher altitude than Stuttgart. So does that make the difference for her, or does she have to kind of roll the dice and play hyper-risky tennis to challenge Iga? Well, you know what the thing is? You mentioned the double faults. I watched the Stuttgart finals, and she hit two double faults, both on break points. So the yeah. demons come back to haunt you, and that is the problem. I do think that she will have to go big. That's the one thing that bothers Iga if somebody can take away the time from her. So I do think she has to play risky. You have to play risky against the number one player in the world. But can she keep the double faults at bay or maybe just hit them at 15 all? <laughs> not a deuce? Not a deuce, not a break point. Yeah, maybe that would be, you know, a compromise. Tennis is about compromise, so maybe 15 all double fault would help. That, that would be a better situation for her. But if the mental game is what she's most impressed with, that, that's what's going on in those big-time moments. We'll have a full preview coming up later on TC Live. But let's keep it rolling. On the men's side, a quarterfinal we did not expect. Qualifier Aslan Karatsev came into the week ranked 121, Andy, facing Zhang Zhizhen, who was ranked 99. Just more highlights of Karatsev and his calves turning people into a mannequin. He's able to kind of delay the swing. The ball gets deep on his body, kind of causes people to stall a little bit. But then he's able to kind of still create that power and hit it, flatten it out to the corners. Uh, more of the same. Uh, Zhang didn't look quite as good. You see him throwing in the double there uh, to give Karatsev uh, the first set. But, I mean, this guy is able to create power from anywhere, moving a little better right here at a nifty little kind of short little topspin pass there. Not something you see from him very often, but was firing in all cylinders right here. Look at that delay. Causes someone to pause. 
and then is able to dictate terms. Easy put away here, but all quiet. He can hold that ball uh, in the best of times and cause someone to split hard, then have his pick up either corner. Was able to serve it out very, very easily, Steve. This guy is streaky, and he's on a hot one right now. He sure is. 29 winners in two years after reaching that Aussie Open semifinal as a qualifier. He does the same thing in Madrid, back up to 51 in the live rankings. As the chronicles of Karatsev continue, second qualifier to reach the semis in tournament history. Jim, this is the road less traveled. Yeah, it certainly is, but we know when this guy gets momentum, he keeps it. I mean, he is a dangerous, risk-taking player, and when he's confident, he can freeze you. Like Andy said, it, you can't see the power coming, but it's there. So this is, uh, you know, this has not been the toughest draw, but look at the amount of victories he has put behind him. Very impressive. Medvedev, I thought, actually looked quite good on this clay. I love the way he's moving on the dirt and, and bringing it. But Karatsev able to get his Davis Cup teammate in the fourth round. And then against Zhang today, just a little too much. So only one set drop. And uh, Jan Leonard Struff, I guess we'll roll right into those highlights. I mean, these guys met in the qualifying, and Karatsev was able to take him out. Would they meet again? In the tiebreak, Tsitsipas looked pretty darn good. And then all of a sudden, the return of serve from Struff rose up. He had two big bombers to come from a mini breakdown to take that one, but Tsitsipas wasn't going away. He was so effective with his serve all match. Long step sends it into a third set, and he had so many breakpoint chances. Tsitsipas had 10 breakpoint chances, would only face one breakpoint, and that would be enough for Struff to get past him. Jan Lennard, uh, the backhand down the line. Andrea, jump in here and help me. That shot was so valuable for him today. Yeah, and we will see later when he serves for the match. Actually, a really tough backhand down the line that he pulled off where everyone was getting nervous for him to maybe choke or not. But he pulled it off and just, I knew it. I caught this. I was so happy that he played the serve and volley on the match point. Here he got saved, but he is a courageous one, a courageous German, and he plays it again. And he gets the rewards. What a match by him. Strophy. Strophy. Moving on. 14 aces saved 9 of 10 break points. That serve has been huge. Let's hear from the man after. You're through to your first Masters semi-final. I mean, what can you say? You're playing inspired tennis. Yeah, it feels amazing. Um, it was a very, very hard battle. Um, I knew before I need to perform at my best. And uh, very, very happy that... that that played this well today. Um, crowd was amazing. It was uh, unbelievable atmosphere and really, really happy that I won. So he is now the third lucky loser to advance to the semifinals in an ATP Masters 1000 event, joining Thomas Johansson and Luca Pui. We did it back in 2016, so it's been a while for Jan Leonard Struff. And talk about coming full circle. Lost to Aslan Karatsev nine days ago in quali, 6-4, 6-2. Yeah. Now we'll meet again in the main draw Semifinals, Andy Roddick. This is amazing. Who impressed you most between these two guys today? It's such a great story. I, <laughs> I, I love this. And that, that's why sports is the ultimate reality show. There's never a script and anything can happen. You got to go out. You got to go to the paces no matter who you're playing. Lucky loser qualifier. Everyone's got a shot. And here we are, qualifier. Andy Luck, the loser, playing for the second time in a tournament. Just one wasn't the main draw. Unbelievable stuff. I love the way Struff, uh, Spluthy, uh, committed to his game plan and actually wasn't interested in getting into those neutral rallies, even though he did pretty well in them, was committed to 
teeing off on second on uh, forehand returns with Serbian volleying, mix it up when he was tight, decided, hey, I'm going to go forward. That's going to be a little bit tougher with someone with the ball flight of Karatsev. Karatsev's going to be hanging hard through the court. Struth's going to have to uh, pick and choose his spots a little bit more. I don't know that the, the entry is going to be as easy to get to the net. And I think the takeaway here is if you have the chance, go watch the qualifying matches. There are tremendous matches out there. The tickets are cheap. And you just go out there and maybe you will see the semifinalists of the week after. So <laughs> just go out and watch the qualies. There's no doubt that there's not a big difference at, of those levels. A lot of it comes between the ears. And it's all about confidence. Now, both of these guys have it. So the Struff used that confidence to ride to a, a flip of the script here. Not easy to beat someone back-to-back -back in the same tournament. This, this does happen from time the time but not at this level not the semifinals mm -hmm. of a masters 1000 with so much riding on it these guys may never get a shot at a masters 1000 final again someone's going to get it though it's going to be great to watch Struffy bringing out the lucky trinket he's got the minion bob with him on court so <laughs> yeah you bring the minion i i, I don't know you, you get my vote there he's up to 32 in the live rankings that would get him a seed at roland garros yes. incredible stuff a lot more still to get to here on tc live champions FanDuel pick of the day plus an injury preventing Algebra from defending her title in Madrid, but see how she's still producing knockouts off the court. Jim, Steve, and the Andes back on TC Live. Mark your calendars for the year's next major tennis channel. Proud once again to have exclusive daily live coverage of Roland Garros. All the action from the red clay in Paris begins on Sunday, May 28th, from the Eiffel Tower and more. Gotta love it. Time now for our FanDuel match preview. And Chandarubin has won back-to-back -back days. Arena Sabalenka getting it done. Still, unfortunately, in the negative. But, uh, you know, working the way back. 333, that's a very lucky number. 25 and 12, though. I mean, she, she knows how to pick who's going to win the match. Just the odds are... Not in her favor thus far. So which way is she going to go for the Chanda Bucks? The Chanda Bucks are put on Jan Leonard Struff, the lucky loser. Can it be lucky for Chanda Rubin, Andy Roddick? Andy's not listening, so I'll take it. Look, I'm, I'm <laughs> frankly shocked that Struff is the favorite in this match, given that Karatsev put a, put a beating on him in the qualies. Four and two, he took him out. So a little bit surprising that Struff is the favorite, but perhaps because Struff takes out Tsitsipas. There's a lot, lot of uh, wind in his sails at the moment. We shall see what happens. Nonetheless, still taking the favorite is Chanda. Mm. Right now, FanDuel, giving all new users 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to $200, win or lose. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now. Start making every moment more. Coming up on the show after beating Andre Rublev in singles, Karin Hatchinoff joked he wasn't sure his buddy would keep playing doubles with him. See if these single stars could make the dubs final in Madrid. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.
Welcome back to TC Live. I'm Steve Weissman. Jim in the Andes will be back with me in a moment. But first, to celebrate and support small businesses throughout the Small Business Month of May, Tennis Channel has partnered with Intuit QuickBooks to serve up some female-owned small businesses right here in Tennis Channel's backyard of Los Angeles. Here's Monica Puig at Village Well Books and Cafe in Culver City. I've dreamed about opening a business like this for most of my adult life. Intuit QuickBooks is serving up small business success. When I was playing on tour and I had some downtime, there were two things that I needed, a good book and a latte. Fortunately, Village Well right here in Culver City, California, is a small woman-owned business that specializes in books and coffee. Tell me a little bit about your idea in this beautiful space. I wanted to have a community space where people could feel comfortable and welcome and make connections with new friends or old friends. And books and coffee are two things that I love, so I ended up building it around those things. What I got that's so great is just this beautiful aesthetic. I had really great designers working with me to build it. As an ex-professional tennis player, there were a lot of challenges in my career. How do you face those challenges as being a new small business? It's always a whole variety of small, medium, and large-sized challenges. It's really about rolling with the punches. As long as things are basically going well, it's a, it's a fun way to spend it's your a day. Good day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how has QuickBooks helped your business? We have two main businesses here, the cafe and the bookstore, and then we have events, which is like another third business line. QuickBooks helps me organize and analyze the, the expenses. I look at the numbers, and the numbers tell the story. How are we in line with our expenses compared to where we should be? How has having QuickBooks helped free up your time? I don't have a lot of time. So with QuickBooks, I just can look at the reports and it just frees me up to do all the other things that I, that I need to do. Tell me a little bit you know, about how you feel seeing your business flourish. To see it exist is the most satisfying thing. Just having built this community where people can make all these deep and interesting, important connections that help us like live our lives with joy. Thank you so much, Monica. She'll be uh, being a part of our Destination Tennis this year. She'll be a part of our Rome coverage next week. She's also just ran the marathon in Boston and right. London. Right. Monica Puig is, is living life right now. But in look forward Fuego. to having her on the show next week. We continue on from Madrid. And how about some doubles action? Corinne Hatchinoff, Andre Rublev, both out of the singles draw, but looking to make their third Masters 1000 doubles final gym. Taking on Marcelo Arevalo and Jean-Julien Roger. Yeah, the singles guys against the doubles specialist. And uh, in this case, it's going to be the singles guys who are going to have the final word. Ripping ground strokes. Doubles has changed a lot. A lot of it now evolves just standing back and ripping ground. He's getting into these little rallies. And what reactions? Serving for the set there. Hatching off and Mublov able to take care of it. And... Uh, well done to them. Why would they be playing doubles, you say? Well, uh, I think I can think of about 200,000 good reasons each for them to win this title because that's what the winners get. Uh, they'll be taking on, once they get through this one, Bopana and Ebden, uh, another high-quality doubles team. But uh, listen, rest is for the weary, I guess. These guys aren't going to get any of it, but they're going to keep on rolling straight to Rome.
Why go to Rome when you can win 200,000 big ones, right? Yeah. Uh, Ebden Bopana, number one in the live rankings after winning Indian Wells and Doha. So a tough test, but we'll see if Hatchinoff and Rublev can come through. Saturday early in the morning is when you can catch it. Well, who's going to face Arena Sabalenka in the women's final? You just saw this one. Iga Sviantek looking to win her eighth straight WTA semifinal, Andrea. She'd only lost two games total in her last two matches against Veronica Kudermatova. Yeah, it's a bad matchup for Veronica. It's just she likes the ball flat. She likes the ball hip high. And Iga Sviantek does not give that to her. She likes to drive. We see her right here, that forehand with a lot of drive, a lot of rotation on it. Makes it hard for Kudermatova to control the ball. And she's been so good on the returns today. She had a moment where her serve percentage dropped under 50%. So something to look out for tomorrow in that big finals against Sabalenka. But today it was all Iga Sviantek, that backhand down the line. I can't stop talking about it. I think it's the most important shot in her repertoire. An un unfortunate drop shot error. Iga Sviantek into the finals. One against two. I love the repertoire because you're also fluent in French, you're fluent in German, you're, you're fluent in Serbian. I'm the, smart, English. I'm the smart one on tennis. You are the smart, yeah, in the world. How about that? Uh, take a look, take a look at our final. That's nothing to brag about. Sviatek, <laughs> Sabalenka once again. Uh, Roddick, they played April 23rd in the Stuttgart final. It was three and four Sviatek. What is the pathway to victory for Sabalenka in this one? Well, it's tough. Uh, you know, she's going to have to go big on, on second serve returns, try to take uh, the racket out of Iga's hand a little bit. Also, I, I think for as good as Iga's forehand is from a dead ball situation, right, one that's sitting up and able to create that kind of massive spin and torque a la Rafa Nadal, I actually think she defends uh, not as well on that side. So Sabalenka is going to kind of have to thread the needle on when to attack the forehand but not leave one hanging. But uh, I feel like Iga defends a little bit better, can get in kind of that little crouching tiger hidden dragon little movement there uh, <laughs> on the backhand side and really kind of get down and meet the, the flat ball where it's at. So I'd look for her to go after second serve returns and maybe when she does have a ball to be aggressive on, attack the forehand a little bit. I learned something uh, about this match, which I hadn't really thought forward, but now I know that the key is really going to be, can't you double fault at the right time? 15 <laughs> seems to be the suggestion here. <laughs> but in all seriousness, no, she's, she's got to come out. Says the smart one. Says the smart <laughs> one. Says the smart one. Said, yeah. She's yeah. got to, like, th this is a punching match for Sabalenka. She's got to come out throwing haymakers and hope that they find their mark. It is, uh, it's not easy to control the ball in altitude. She's done a great job of it in this tournament. Can she keep rolling with that one? We're going to find out. But, uh, you know, she can't let Sviantek have any say in this match. It's got to be all about uh, Arena doing it from first ball to last ball. And if she beats herself, so be it. Because if she doesn't, she's going to take some bagels and breadsticks like everybody else is. Well, and I do think that Andy made a really good point. About well, he's the not the smart one. <laughs> I know he's not, but I have to give him the props right now. <laughs> he made a really good point. If you can control the, the if you can control the court, you should play higher rotation spins over the backhand of Igor Sviantek and really hard, flat, deep shots over her forehand. But it's really hard because she tries to take away the control from you. But if you can do that, that's the way to go. Good luck to everyone out there. <laughs> We've got. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, taking on the girl with the tiger tattoo. So uh, a, lot, right. a lot of good stuff coming up in that final. All right, how about this? On the social net, we revisit a social media post made by Andrea or Andy. This was back December of 2021. It is well, the, the smart one, Petco, of course. It is very, you know, introspective. Have you ever noticed that while playing a tennis match, you basically go through the five stages of grief every time? Denial, anger, 
bargaining, depression, and finally, acceptance. I stand by that tweet, and I heard one thing Roger Federer said. He said that he goes into every single match with the same emotional state. Well, guess what, Roger? I go through five different emotional states <laughs> in the warm-up alone, so good luck for you. I'm going to do my thing. I, I went through the last four of those after every loss. I was certainly aware. I didn't have to deny the fact that I'd taken hands a loser, but the anger came quickly, and I bargained with myself that, you know, maybe they had played better than me, or maybe it wasn't so bad, and depression would hit. And acceptance, because in tennis, almost always, you're in a tournament the next week. Yeah, and as I look at this, we're, we're professionals in being in denial. I don't think that just stops and starts with every match. I think we're just constantly saying, oh, no, I'm going to get better from this injury quicker. I definitely have a shot today, even though everything that's logical would say that I'm not the favorite in this match. But the acceptance part is easy. You win, you lose. That's the way tennis is now. You don't have to accept it, uh, you know, going away, right? We, we, we don't want to, but it is what it is. That's the beauty of tennis. What was the bargaining part, Andrea, for you? Well, I had yeah. it always in my mind. I would go like, oh, it's not too bad. At least you can go home. If you lose, it's fine. But that's just, you uh, know, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You want to win. That's all you want to do. But you're trying to bargain. Negotiating your change of airfare. So yes, you can exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so once you figure out you're lying to yourself, that's when you get depressed. And then, but then how, how Jim, do you go from depression to acceptance? How do you go from depression to acceptance? Uh, for me, it was, oh, there's another tournament next week. Maybe I can find a way out of this funk that I'm going to be in for about the next 24 hours. Uh, you know, that was usually about the amount of time I needed to kind of bounce back. But it's hard. It's so binary, right? You put your life into this, and every day that you compete, you get a win or a loss, and there are no little uh, moral victories. And, and there's nothing to, to say, oh, I played well, but my teammates let me down. It's all on you. Great if you're winning, but boy, it can be challenging at night to look in the mirror if you're losing. We joke about it, but this is serious, and it happens for all tennis players. This sport truly has all the feels. All right, it was the 2022 Madrid champion, Algebra, who could not play this year because of that calf injury. But instead, doing a little training, some boxing, and her trainer, of course, is her husband. So that's a good time, right, Andrea? It is. I was just really sad to see her legs still up. I'm glad that Kareem gets the treatment he deserves, apparently. Uh, but it made me sad to see the leg up on the bench right here. That's not a good sign. We, I think we all want her back on the court. The problem is with her when she's not enjoying herself. She doesn't play well, so hopefully she can come back when she's fully healthy. <laughs> and then her coach jumps in. They just attack Kareem. Uh, Roddick, do you ever do boxing as any part of your fitness regime? No, but I can almost guarantee you that my uh, my wife would like to do this to me most Thursdays. Um, th th this seems like something that she could really get into, especially if I was on the other side of it, Steve. Jim, any boxing for you? No, no boxing for me, but yeah, the padded room might have been necessary after some of the losses, but I didn't, didn't need any pads in my hands. No, this, but that, I mean, look, we talk a lot, we make the comparison that tennis is a lot like boxing without the punches, the one-on-one -on -one aspect of it, but if you've ever gotten in and, and done, I mean, I've done a little bit of this and just for, for fun, three minutes of jabbing is exhausting. How fit are boxers? Craziness. Yeah. Love, love to see this and love to see all in good spirits because, uh, you know, that's a good sign going forward, as Andrea mentioned. Friday on TC Plus, we are doubling down on the dubs. Team USA right now has three of the top six women's doubles players in the world. They are all 
in the Final Four here. Coco Goff, Jesse Pagula in action, and then Taylor Townsend teaming up with Layla Fernandez at 7 a.m. Eastern. It all gets underway. We will break down some more matches when we come back on TC Live. Welcome back. Time for our hot shot of the day. It's trophy in Tsitsipas, Jim. What a time to light it on fire. Match point down. Tsitsipas saves that one with the forehand. He would not be able to save the entire match, but this was an amazing runner. I mean, that was out of necessity and awesome. Estrufi would get him just a couple of points later. Featured matches coming up. How about all the semifinals on the men's side this Friday? Alcaraz, Chorich, and then it's Struff and Karatsev. Who would have picked that one? Speaking of picks, let's head back to Madrid for a preview with Danny Prakash. All right, Steve, back at our FanDuel desk. P, the defending champion, Carlos Alcaraz, taking on Borna Chorch for a very first time. How do you expect this to go? Well, it'll be a little bit of a feeling-out period since they haven't played each other before. Obviously, Carlos, I, I don't even know where you're going to go at the guy because he doesn't seem to really have any weaknesses out there. He's feeling himself. He's using the crowd perfectly. So I think Chorich's best shot, given his, his physical prowess, he's worked on his physique, put on some weight. He, he, he's endurance-wise. He's looking really strong. I think he is going to have to make Carlos suffer from the lungs. Make this a long, drawn-out battle, long points. Make him run side to side. Try to turn it into a war of attrition. Keep him out there for three, three and a half hours if he can. I think that's got to be one of the things he tries to implement to have a shot in the well, match. We're certainly looking forward to a long, a lot of mount of tennis there for a semifinal. Great action coming your way on Friday here in Madrid. Well, thank you very much. By the way, uh, tomorrow would be Carlos Alcaraz's 20th birthday. This year is Tennis Channel's 20th birthday as well. We're the wow. same age as Carlitos, and we want to thank our friends at Kling who sent us this beautiful cake Gorgeous. to celebrate the 20 years of, of Tennis Channel. Is uh, it a coincidence that it's in front of me? I don't think so. Am I the presenter of the <laughs> yes. cake? Yeah. Those girls on the, you know, I don't know what the show is. Like, like Vanna White, Wheel yeah. of Fortune? Could be like that. Uh, it's a beautiful cake. They provide technology for I've, TC Plus. Apparently, we've got like a Wilson deal going on here too. Like they, <laughs> they went to the detail, which I, is nice. Uh, what do you got, Andy? I'm I'm so pissed. I'm not in the studio right now. <laughs> Just go to your refrigerator. I, You're at home. I know. I know what to do with the refrigerator too, Jim. You know that. Yeah, you've got kids, which means there are lots of processed snacks around. <laughs> there we go. Cheers. We we need to get you know some of uh, Kudermatova's beer to. to Balance Beer and cake. cake. I don't know. Is that that's something? Yeah. It's not not my game yeah. plan. I don't know. It's, Whatever. It's German. It's a German thing. Okay. Yeah. It's but also, have, have, have I mentioned how much? I, have I mentioned how much I like the color suit? You got the plum to go with the sangria suit from the other day. Thank you very much. Appreciate fashion. That. I mean, you're bringing the big Petco fashion. I'm yeah. Trying. And Steve is stepping right up. Guns. To it. We can't even see our shoes, which are spectacular today. This is Anyways, the biggest, biggest waste <laughs> segment ever. Is there any tennis to talk about? Let's talk about Carlitos, who's got a big birthday and a big match against Borna Chorich. I'll bring you in, Andy Roddick. What, what challenges can Chorich present against Alcaraz? Has to make first serves. Has to be able to get ahead in the points. Uh, once he gets to neutral on a baseline rally, Carlos Alcaraz is actually ahead. And the big question is, can Chorich go after the forehand enough to make a dent uh, in the Alcaraz armor without missing, right? The forehand comes and goes a little bit throughout the matches. So, can it create uh, enough opportunities off the first serve? And will his forehand be consistent enough with the uh, implied risk that he's going to have to uh, commit to to uh, to beat Carlos? 
What, what part of Carlos Alcaraz's game, this, this tournament, has impressed you the most? All of it. I mean, all, all of it. You know, he, he's so dynamic. It, the movement uh, astounds the way he's able to extend points that very few ever have in the history of the sport. And we continue to look for weaknesses in his game. And, and I went back and rewatched uh, Yannick Center beating him in Miami and noticed that Center really did use his backhand down the line quite a bit. Chorch has an amazing backhand, but if he gets sucked into feeling comfortable hitting a cross court with Alcaraz, eventually Alcaraz will get the forehand and it's going to be problems for him. So I think the key shot apart from the serve percentage, which is big for sure, Andy, can he take that backhand down the line and change direction? Because you can get ahead in the rally if you do that instead of at neutral where you are behind against Carlos. I agree. Uh, everyone looking at me, what are you? Yeah, what's next? <laughs> are you gonna eat what does the expert have to say? <laughs> I actually, I agree. The one thing I'm really interested to see, because Borna George is kind of a counterpuncher, so I'm really interested to see how Carlos Alcaraz is going to react to that. I know young players do not like to play counterpunchers, and I would love for Borna to go into the, what you just mentioned, Jim, to go into the cross-court backhand rally and then wait for a shorter one and go take it up the line, because I do think if Carlos can control the forehand side, it's going to be trouble for Borna. All right, can't wait for it. It's all underway right here on Tennis Channel tomorrow. Uh, Andrea's going to, going to get the first bite of the cake. Sorry, Roddick. We'll, we'll send you some cake. How's that sound? Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy we did this segment uh, about cake. I think it's phenomenal. <laughs> That's TV on the edge. Yeah. My, my parents are going to love you, Jim, about the plum comment. They're, they're going to go crazy about that. Thank you, everybody, for watching TC Live once again. For Andy Roddick, Andrea Petkovic, Jim Courier, I'm Steve Weissman. We send you out with Strophy, victorious, lucky loser, making his way all the way to the Final Four. Get to the chopper. <laughs>